Welcome to the Ditch the Suits podcast, where we get real about the stuff no one in the financial world wants you to know about. Learn how you can better manage your family's wealth while protecting it from financial exploitation and so-called financial advisors. Here's to your financial awakening. Welcome your host, Steve Campbell and Travis Moss. Well, welcome to another edition of Ditch the Suits podcast. Steve Campbell here with Travis Moss. Uh, today, we are wrapping up our three-part mini-series on all things inflation. Uh, thanks for listening through the entire time if you have. You know, in part two, we had talked about how concerned should you be with inflation? And we really got down to the easy answer of it really does depend. Uh, and so you might have listened and said, you know, and heard that each person's situation is different and wondering, well, should I be concerned then as an individual about inflation? So we want you to understand if you're listening, should you in fact be concerned about inflation given your situation? So Travis, what are some ways that people can start to think about their own unique situation? I think that it's one of the most, this is one of the most painful conversations that we have to have with people because it. there are people who have reached a point where they've gotten to that financial freedom area. And then there's people who never got there. And a lot of the people that I work with have got there and they, because they got there, inflation isn't nearly as big a deal. And we'll talk about that, but others who just didn't, they didn't, they ran out of time or they didn't start young enough, or they didn't make, you know, whatever decisions they need to make that would have corrected their situation. They didn't make those. And so they might be on fixed income. So they're on social security, they're on a pension. Maybe they have a little bit of investments. They get a little bit of money. Maybe they have an annuity or something, but they're, let's say their income's $2,500 a month and that's all they get. And it never goes up really. I mean, you could say inflation goes up with inflation. That's, or social security goes up with inflation, but Anybody who's on social security will say it's not enough. Right. So their income essentially is stagnant. And then I know in where we used to live in New York, they came out with the utility, sent a letter home to everybody saying energy prices for uh, heating this year would go up, what, 30 to 70% for some people? Yep. So imagine if your heating bill for the winter was $3,000 and it has now gone up to $4,500. So that's $1,500 a year. So if you only had $200 extra a month on your $2,500 a month income, almost all that now just got taken away yep. for energy prices. And how often do our heating bills actually come down? Right. They pretty much go up, right? But hopefully they'll come back down in the future, but maybe not. So that person there, there's nowhere to go. There's no place to hide. They, they, their income cannot keep up. There's, they have no way to put money in something that's going to go up 60 or 70%. They're just, they're stuck. Right. And you're trying to figure out the budget with that. Do I downsize the house? Do I get cheaper rent? Do I get subsidies? How do I get help with this? Then you have the other side of the coin and you have somebody who's reached financial freedom and they get a couple million dollars invested and they've got enough money invested that they don't need it all. And so they can afford to stay in the markets. They can afford, maybe inflation is good for their investments. Maybe it's bad, but they can let it go up and down and do its thing, yep. right? So they've got their money invested. It goes up and down, does its thing. One of the bills that doesn't really inflate much, if you look historically, is travel. That might be where they're spending most of their discretionary money. There's room for them to make adjustments. It's also one of the least impacted expenses that we have. So that person really, 
is it going to notice much of inflation? And and chances are over time, and look at the stock market returns of the 80s, you know, coming out of the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, when inflation was really high, your market returns were very, very high. Well, there's more money out there. Right. And and companies are smart. Well, I'll say good companies are smart because there's there's dumb companies out there too. But a good company, the companies that make it a long term that are in the stock market tend to have it figured out pretty well how to make profits. Right. They're going to figure out if there's inflation, how to raise their prices, how to reduce their expenses, how to innovate contracts with customers. I mean, they're going to figure it out. They're, they're going to they're gonna find out how to make money. So if a company can adjust, there might be a short time period where inflation hurts them, but then they adjust to it. And then the profits on the companies keep up with inflation. Mm-hmm. And it's all moves up in lockstep. It just kind of like keeps going up, right? So there could be volatility. There could be a rough patch there for an investor, but long-term, if there's more money, things cost more, the companies figure out how to keep their, their margins open. Yep. You know, Maybe there's a short-term disruption, but long-term they get it sorted out. That person is financially free. If they don't do the coffee can approach, they're fine, right? They're right. going to be able to adjust with it. But the person on that fixed income, there's no place to go. They're just stuck. So I talked to a lot of people who are concerned. And the first thing we try to do is figure out, is this a concern for you or is this a concern for people that you know? Right. Right. Maybe it's a concern that you have for your kids because they don't have discretionary income or a concern you have for your parents because they're on fixed income. But is this your problem or their problem? If it, it doesn't mean you can't help them, but let's turn down the heat a little bit. Let's turn down the angst and the anxiety about inflation and, and talk about how it just impacts you individually and what you might need to do to adjust to it. What a great pun without even realizing. You just got done talking about utility bills and you just want to turn the heat down a little bit. You probably didn't realize you just did that. Well, and that's, that's a great conversation, <laughs> though, to help people understand because that, that's the reality of it, right? We're not miracle workers and we have people that uh, within our business come to see us from all walks of life, right? And I think at the end of the day, if we go back to our last episode, people want to make sure that they're doing the right thing. And you know, when you talk about investing, especially in regards of inflation, how is this going to affect my investments, my cost of living, there's a lot of um, financial illiteracy out there. And it just comes out in conversations with people when they say things and you and you try to understand you know, their thought. For example, we'll hear uh, sometimes people will say, I'm not putting my money in the stock market. Well, okay. The stock market as a whole or just just stocks in general? What are we talking about here? So they'll take the coffee can approach. Um, you'll have people that'll say things not realizing it. Oh, my 401k did well. Well, the investments inside your 401k might have done well, but what does well mean? You made money, right? Your Your investment statement was more than it was the last time you looked at it. Well, as compared to what? Or again, my IRA, you know, my IRA really did a good job. No, the investments within your IRA, which what are those? And when you really begin to, as the common term, you know, you like to say makes sense as peel back the onion, there's a lot of people that don't even really truthfully understand what they're even invested in. So you can't really have a conversation about, is inflation going to affect me? To some degree, yes. If you don't even have a concept or understanding of what you actually own or take inventory of what you own, you know, and I think there's people out there that, you know, they're trying to decide, well, then should I just own everything, right? To not be caught off guard or or should I be more specific mm-hmm. about what I do? So when you get, 
when you get, whether that's in the form of a question or just you've heard people say, I don't want to have my eggs all in one basket. Well, what does that even, like, what does that mean? Because, you know, some people will say, I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket. So I've went out and I've hired four different financial firms. Okay. Well, what was the thought behind that? Well, this way, uh, four, four different people are managing my money in a different way. Well, how do you know that? Well, they all work at different companies. Okay. And you begin to look at their investment statements and they either hold the same exact mutual funds, the same exact stocks, or like-minded mutual funds at different companies. And when you really do a risk assessment, they own many of the same investments. They're just paying four different individuals, different fees, but they think they assume that they're safe or they assume that they're doing the right things because they want to be diversified. So in all your years in working with people, Travis, when people you know, try to understand, well, then what, what should you do, right? If inflation is this you know, invisible thing that's kind of happening and I'm not sure what I should do, should I just own a little bit of everything? Or how do you begin to really then help people understand the purpose of investing and what we're trying to get at? I think that most people need somebody to just be bluntly honest with them, honestly. I, I think that what happens in the finance industry is you get fancy suits, big words, you know, there's always a new acronym. There's there's always some kind of funky financial engineering product coming out. There's some kind of new fund or structured note or beta fund or or, or whatever you know, the industry's trying to do so that they can say, look, we're smarter than the other guy. You should hire us. What investors really need is somebody just to say, look, there's some things you can control, some things you can't control. The first thing you can control is only buy stuff you understand or yep. make sure that the people buying your stuff for you only buy stuff they understand and not stuff that comes with a conflict of interest on it. So, you know, I, I think that a lot of times we get people who are trying to do the right thing. And I think that the context of inflation is important here because I think people are out looking for how do I do the right thing? I'm concerned about inflation. Mm -hmm. And so maybe this is the first time I'm thinking, you know, I've accumulated a lot of money. The market's been good the last couple of years. I want to hold on to that. So I'm going to go out and look for an advisor. And uh, I want somebody to, you know, help me prepare for inflation and, you know, potential market crashes or whatever's going on. And you get somebody who broad brushes it and says, you know, all people should be doing this or here's my pie chart looks better than the other one. And we don't ask them the, the, the number one important question when you're talking to somebody about your investments is, you know, specifically why that one? And how is that one going to respond based on the conditions you know, that I'm afraid of right now. So if there's inflation, what happens to that? If there's not inflation, what happens to that? And a good advisor, I think, sometimes will tell you, we don't know. And that's why we're going to take a position X. That way you get to participate if we're wrong. And if we're right, you're protected, yep. at least to a certain degree. And I don't, I don't think we have enough of that brutal honesty because I think, frankly, most people are, most advisors are afraid of losing sales. Along our progression, when we started out with, you know, really, I mean, we started at ground floor zero with no clients when we made the transition into what seed is now. We had a couple of advisors at the time that they would take the first yes that they could get, and it didn't matter what they were talking about. They just wanted that person signed up. And we had to expunge that mentality from the organization in total from a standpoint of, 
we don't want somebody just to say yes and then we stop helping them on, you know, do everything else that they need to be doing because we're afraid that if we continue to talk, we're going to talk them out of it and then they're going to say no. Right. And that's and that's that's the mentality though that almost every salesperson has and our industry is full of salespeople is that when you're talking to an advisor, they just want you to say yes. Whatever yep. they're trying to sell you, they want you to say yes. And so you say yes, they're actually trained to shut up then and just pass the pen over and say, sign here. Yep. Right. And 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 the real answer is finish the rest of the story here before I, I say yes. And and we'll actually say to somebody, okay, now, even though you've made up your mind, we're still going to go through the details here. I still want you to understand this. I don't expect you to become an expert on this, but you need to understand what's going in behind the scenes on this type of stuff. Yep. And I don't think that happens enough because we get people who have been investing for 30 years with people they thought were really thorough and they come in and they don't know the basics. And it's our pleasure to get to tra- teach them sure. some of these things and help them look at money differently. But where has the person you know, that supposedly has been guiding the ship the whole time, what have they been doing? You know? And so I think it's, it's, it's difficult because we want to do the right things and we want to trust in people and trust that people are there to help us. When you're talking about complicated, inflation itself is super complicated. Right. We talked about that at depth. Investing is super complicated. Finance, mm-hmm. Figuring out what kind of financial advisor you're talking to is super complicated. Now you're going to throw all those together and shake them up in a hat and, and, and try to figure out, you know, what do I do next? So it starts with just, you have to realize you're unique. Your situation is special. You're special. You need somebody to talk to you about your situation and what you should be doing for you to cut out all the noise. And you need somebody to be brutally honest with you, even if it means you might tell them no once in a while. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just, that's what you're paying them for. I used to say there's a lot of money to be made telling the truth because I felt like where I came from, nobody would tell the truth um, about, you know, the real, what's really in it for clients and what's really in it for the financial companies. So I used to say, Hey, if we can just tell you the truth, you're probably going to make a decision to hire us. And that's, that's really stuck. I mean, it's just, there's a, there's, there's a lot of opportunity to help people by just saying point blank, this is how it is. And with inflation, should people be concerned? Yes especially those on fixed income. Mm-hmm. The more financially uh, capable you are, the more financially free you are, most likely, and again, there might be some personal situations in there we don't know, but most likely your level of concern, you've probably got some higher concerns in there than inflation, honestly. You know, if you accumulate a lot of money and you have a diverse portfolio, there's probably some other things that might be a bigger concern, like lowering estate taxes or things like that. Like there's some other things in there that are going to cost you a lot more money than potentially inflation would. So, you know, don't, you know, we got to make sure that we're not allowing, you know, people to use scare tactics to drum up this anxiety. So we're, we're going to go do something when sometimes we shouldn't do anything at all. Yeah. Well, and I think it's really helpful um, for you being that, that blunt and honest, because I think now more so than ever, people appreciate the bluntness, especially when it's shared with a little bit of grace to help people understand at the end of the day, what are we really trying to do? And as far as you and I are concerned, we're trying to put purpose behind every decision that we make, right? We've talked about all these episodes and it's your money business. You only get one shot at this thing. You're going out because you want to do the right things. You're trying to find a a planner or an advisor that can match your values, match your beliefs, and really put you and your family in the right position. Uh, We've tried to give you over the last several episodes questions you can ask an advisor, whether you work with now or you're thinking about hiring one. If you'd like a copy of those 13 questions, send us an email. We'd love to send it to you. 
Uh, not so that you can have an inquisition, but again, if you're going to entrust somebody to come into your life and do these things for you, then you need to really understand how your money's being managed. Is there purpose behind what you're buying? Or are we just kind of throwing our money at the wind and hoping that it works? So inflation is a very complex topic that you talked about. Uh, it affects each one of us differently. Um, at the end of the day, we see it in front of us every day when we drive by the gas station or we go to buy our groceries and just the cost of living is going up. So there are some very real things that you can do to put your your future self in a better position. But I think it starts with understanding the context of inflation that, like you said, there might be some other things that we truthfully should probably address first, because we really want to be able to make digestible, good decisions one after another. Some of these things are so big and so grandiose that it's so hard for us to wrap our arms around while we're working a nine to five job or we have kids at home or we're married. Now you throw these big life altering topics on top of it. And it's so overwhelming that either people do nothing, they might take bad advice or they just get stuck. We want to help you get unstuck a little bit. We want to help peel back that onion so that you can make one good decision after another to put yourself in the best position possible. So as always, we hope this three-part mini-series has inspired you. Uh, we've appreciated this first year of recording with you, 20-something uh, episodes into this. We kicked this back off back in January of 2020, and here we are at the end of the year, uh, excited to share more information with you moving forward. If you have questions or things about your life, send us an email, let us know. As always, please subscribe, leave a review, because you never know how your comment can help somebody else become a believer but on behalf of Travis and I, we just want to thank you for following us in this journey, for being a participant, for listening, uh, to being a part of what we want to share with you, to empower you to go out and live your best life. So thanks for stopping by. Well, thanks for listening. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to this entire episode. Uh, we hope that this information has inspired you and empowered you to go out and live your best life. But let's be honest, you might have a question or two about some of the things we talked about today. If this is you, Travis and I are here to help in any way that we can. You can reach out to us and follow us on social media on Facebook at CPG. You can send us an email, uh, info at cpg.com. Just let us know in the email. This is in regards to ditch the suits, a question or topic you might want us to cover. Or you can visit our website, which is seedpg.com. That's seedpg.com. Head up to that right corner, fill out that contact us button, and just let us know in the comments that this is in regards to ditch the suits. If you have a question, a series of questions, or anything we can do to help you on your journey to financial freedom, Travis and I are here to help. So again, it's your money and it's your life. You only get one shot at this thing. Our job is to make sure you get the most out of it. Thanks for being our guest. And until next time, have a great day. Thanks for listening. Ready to ditch the suits? Remember, it's your money and your life. For more information, visit seedpg.com. That's seedpg.com. If this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. And be sure to share with a friend.